0: This is the J. Scott Outdoors Podcast on Western Big Game Hunting and Fishing, brought to you by GoHunt.com Insider. Research faster, hunt more, go to GoHunt.com forward slash insider, and use the J. Scott promo code when signing up to receive a $50 Kuyu gift card. I'm your host, J. Scott, and I live and breathe hunting and fishing, spending half the year in the field experiencing God's creation. I hope you'll enjoy hearing about our adventures. Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today is going to be a fun episode with Adam McLean of Bivvy Productions. And for those of you that uh, aren't familiar with Adam's work, you should go check out his YouTube channel at Adam McLean. That's A D A M M C L A I N. He does phenomenal work, and we're going to get to hear about it today. I'd like to thank GoHunt.com Insider for their title sponsorship of this podcast. They've been with me since about the fifth episode of this podcast. And I'd also like to point out that their draw odds uh, in the Insider, uh, they finally released the draw odds and I've been going through my Utah and Colorado Applications, uh, looking at what hunts that I'm gonna try and draw this fall, and the draw odds calculator has uh, been awesome to work with. So, uh, guys, I wanted to point that out. I wanted to also thank GoHunt.com Insider for their sponsorship of this podcast and announce the Go Hunt Insider giveaway for February is going to be. They've actually partnered up with another sponsor here on the podcast, the Outdoorsmans and. GoHunt.com Insider February giveaway is six Outdoorsman's machined aluminum tripods and heads of the Insider's choice. Now, there's all sorts of sizes and different models of the Outdoorsman's tripod and the different tripod heads. So go to Outdoorsman's.com to check out those um, uh, different uh, tripods and tripod heads to see which one you'd like. But uh, first, you have to be an Insider member to win Uh, Anybody that's an Insider member, every month has a chance to win. They've given away hunts, uh, they've given away great gear, Kuyu sleeping bags, Kuyu packs, now uh, Outdoorsman's tripods. They've given away uh, 100 phone scope uh, adapters. uh, And every month, this month, six Outdoorsman's machined aluminum tripods and heads. Uh, This is a great value, uh, guys, and I just wanted to bring attention to that uh, if you're not already an Insider member, uh, cl- go to GoHunt.com forward slash Insider. Click on the blue Join Now button. Use the J. Scott promo code when you sign up and you'll get a $50 Kuyu gift card automatically for signing up. So I want to thank GoHunt.com for their sponsorship I'd like to thank you guys, the listeners, uh, for all your support. Uh, Thank you for all of the great emails that I get every day from you guys um, talking about which episodes you liked, uh, who you want to hear on the podcast, and some of the different topics you want me to cover. That feedback is super valuable, and I just appreciate all the emails that I get. If you'd like to send me an email, you can email me at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow along our adventures at inst our on Instagram at J my associate Dar Colburn at Dar Colburn. We have our website, it's uh JscotOutdoors.com, our guiding website, Colburn and dot and also on YouTube, Scott Outdoors on YouTube, and also our Facebook. Uh, guys, thanks so much for your support of this podcast. Uh, Please support our sponsors, Wilderness Athlete, Utah Hydrographics, Phonescope, Outdoorsman's, Western Hunter and Elk Hunter Magazines, and of course, GoHunt.com Insider. Guys, let's get right to the episode with Adam McClain. Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we have Adam McClain of Bivvy Productions, and Adam is an independent filmmaker and a real up-and-coming filmmaker, I might add, and I've always enjoyed uh, checking out Adam's content. Adam, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, Jay. How are you doing?
0: Great. I just got done watching on your website, Bivy Productions' uh, website, uh, your Cape Buffalo video, and it was awesome. First off, I'd have to say is it, you always seem to nail the music, Um I don't know how you seem to do that, but your music is always spot on. I love, I love the, the, you captured like the moment with that Cape Buffalo with the music and such that you did a really nice job.
1: Ah, uh, thank you for that. Yeah, that's, that's probably the first thing I do when I, uh, when I start editing is I, I try to find the right music first and then I start, um, laying out the videos going to the music. So it kind of keeps the viewer engaged with the video things like that
0: that's awesome Adam can you give me a little bit of uh, a background I know you had a bang up year last year uh, for mule deer um, but give me a background on you maybe a you know a 30,000 foot flyover uh, background on yourself
1: yeah um, so I, I grew up in Arizona um, started hunting at a young age um, 10 years old um, with my dad he would always take me out hunting with him um, just you know, fell in love with hunting right away, pretty much, and it was a huge passion of mine. Um, and then, probably when I was around 14, um, I bought my first video camera and just started bringing that around. You know, camping trips, fishing trips, and hunting trips. And um, at first, it started out with just I just wanted to capture, you know, the memories and stuff like that, the hunts and Pretty much of just me and my dad out there. And then I uh, got a little bit more advanced with it when I got older. And it started turning into a big hobby of mine. And, and from there, it pretty much evolved into a side gig for me. Um, started doing some filming for some guides and outfitters here in Arizona. Um, created a really good video and YouTube channel. And um, from there, it's just been all uphill sense.
0: That's awesome. I know you've, um, get, uh, got the chance to, uh, film, uh, with a few TV shows as well. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah,
1: I actually just got back from a trip. I was in Oklahoma for, um, six days. I was filming for, um, Brotherhood Outdoors with Julie McQueen and Daniel Lee Martin. Um, they have a pretty cool concept for their show. They take, um, union workers that are in the union with the Sportsman's Alliance group, and um, they take them on pretty much their dream hunts that they always want to go on. Um, so with this hunt, we were in Oklahoma um, hunting whitetails, and um, it turned out really good. The hunter Clayton got a, got a really nice whitetail, got um, some pretty cool footage, um, and their whole production side of things just blew my mind away. They, they have a very, very well production.
0: Yeah. Um, I follow uh, Julie on Instagram and she's got a good Instagram page. Um, You know, your love for hunting, um, to be clear, I mean, you started out as a hunter and then, uh, you know, your love for hunting, it it sounds like you, you bought a camera and you started filming just to, you know, capture those memories. At what point in time did you realize that uh, maybe there was a little bit something more there um, of a passion of filmmaking.
1: Um, probably in my early 20s, uh, I started getting way more advanced with it. Um, I filmed a, a my dad's friend's elk hunt in Unit 9, and um, and then I put it on YouTube, and I got a message on YouTube saying, hey, can you enter this into my video contest I'm hosting? Well, that person that uh, messaged me was Corey Jacobson. At the time, I didn't know who he was until I started Googling him and going to his website. And then I found out, wow, this guy, you know, he's a huge elk hunter, um, big time in the hunting industry. Um, so I entered the the video to the contest. And I think that year I won second place on that video. Um, and then the following year, um, I entered another one into his contest and won first place in it. Um, so it kind of got me going that, you know, my videos, you know, they're, they're pretty decent. I thought they were just okay, but other people were always enjoying them and telling me how they liked how I put my videos together. Um, well, the but,
0: the truth, Adam, really is if you're not your own worst critic, I mean, I, I think, you know, I'm usually pretty hard on myself as well. And, and so I hear you're off, your videos are awesome, um, but to hear you say, you know, you know, I know you have confidence in what you're doing, but I think it's great that, uh, you know, you're always humble and you're, you're kind of your own worst critic. And, you know, you edit, you, you shoot the shots, you edit everything and you know where maybe you could have done better. Whereas someone else maybe is looking at it and has no idea that maybe, maybe you missed the shot, you know, just perfect. Or maybe, you know, your timing wasn't exactly right. But, um, so I think that's good. Uh, that, that you're critical of yourself on that
1: yeah you know i it, i'll edit probably four different versions of a video before i finally pick the right one i like and I, i'll sit on a video for you know a month and just keep on watching it over and over again making you know little tweaks here and there just to try to get it out there the best i can and then when i still publish them out there i'll rewatch them again i'm like oh i should have done this different but at the end of the day, you know, not everything's gonna be perfect with the videos, and I think, like you're saying, you know, it's the best to be your own worst critic. Critic sometimes.
0: For sure, you know, um, I got to ask you about that Kate Buffalo. So you kind of um, you lead in with what I think is the Buffalo growling or snoring. I couldn't tell, and then you kind of come around the bush. And there's these Cape buffalo, look like they're standing right out there like at 75 yards. Was the one, was it growling at you or was it snoring or what the heck was going I, on?
1: That, that was a little bit of snoring and that's their stomach gurgling. They're always digesting their food. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, that, that, was, that was a pretty intense hunt. We, uh, <laughs> we were out there and uh, we spotted, um, it was three buffalo at the time that we spotted out in the distance. Um, and they kind of walked off into some thick bush and, um, we kind of lost them. Um, then we had our tracker, he got on their tracks and, um, we tracked them all the way to this open field and, um, they were dead asleep when we got up to them and, um, we we're in a real tight spot. So, um, we had about three pHs there, um, our tracker, the hunter and then me and not all of us could fit in this little tiny spot to get the shot. So they actually sent me around the bushes about 30, 40 yards away from where they were and um, got over there, got set up. And um, at one point towards um, when the buffalo stand up, w- the one that Brandon ends up shooting stares right at me and knows I'm <laughs>
0: So
1: uh, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm trying not to even touch the camera because I'm shaking. So I just have the camera. <laughs> and um, I was like, man, just, this- when he shoots everything, he knows that something's right here. It's probably going to run my way and run me over. But as you, know, you see in the video, they run the complete opposite way of me. So I was thankful for that.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I- I've never really watched Cape Buffalo videos as intently as I was watching that one because it was just wild how they... You know it, it just sounded like they were growling, but that was them snoring and gurgling in their stomach. but I mean it's you guys gotta the listeners, you guys gotta tune into his Kate Buffalo video because it is awesome. And, but you know the interesting thing, I know nothing about Kate Buffalo. I mean zero, but the there was a bull in the middle to me that seemed much more heavy. Maybe he wasn't as long. Um, and I wasn't sure which one they were going to shoot in the video. And so when the buffalo stood up, um, he shot the one on the left, um, which was an awesome bull. Um, but I, the whole time I was kind of thinking maybe it was the bull in the middle. Um, but just awesome animals, awesome music. Um, you captured the shot. And, and more importantly, I think you captured like the essence of, that hunt and i thought it was inc- i thought it was awesome
1: yeah it, it's funny how you mentioned that one buffalo that's that's sitting there laying there in the middle because um when we first got up to him that's the bull i saw too the one laying in the middle i'm like that one's huge that that's probably the one but there's another. oh he looks
0: like a just a dinosaur laying there i'm just like oh my gosh yeah he's
1: huge and everything and i when there we kind of had this because when i got around there I saw the other bull, and so I got kind of confused myself of, you know, what one do I need to be, you know, tight shot on, and um, in luck, so I just, you know, I backed out the frames a few, and so I just had both of them in the frame, and to be honest with you, I really didn't know at the time what one that he was going to shoot at, Um, but the reason why the one on the left is because that was more of a mature bull. Um, they gotcha. Got gotcha. Mature bulls over there. Um, the other one was taller, but his bosses weren't solid like the other ones. They're pretty soft still. So he was a little bit of the younger bull, but um, the other bull was, a, was probably like the herd mature bull that he took.
0: Tired of paying for opinionated hunting consultants and out-of-date information? Spending hours reading rules and regulations? Applying for tags and not drawing? We were too. So here at GoHunt.com, we came up with a solution of our own. With the information of draw odds and filtering 2.0 in GoHunt Insider, you now have the most reliable hunting information on the market to date. Choose the type of hunt you want, when you want it, and we'll provide you with the rest. We'll also bring you plenty of other game-changing features you won't find anywhere else. So use someone you really trust to find your next hunt, yourself. Visit GoHunt.com slash Insider and join the movement. Use the J. Scott promo code when signing up and receive a $50 Kuyu gift card. Since 1982, the Outdoorsman's in Phoenix has made it their goal to provide the very best customer service combined with the latest and greatest optics and accessories in the business. Outdoorsman's is the leading designer and manufacturer of high-quality tripods and mounting accessories for any hunter's optical needs. Go to Outdoorsman's.com or call 1-800-291-8065 and use the J. Scott promo code until February 28th to receive 10% off all Outdoorsman's packs and pack accessories. Yeah, that's cool. And then um, uh, you've got some warthog footage on there. you got a bunch of great stuff now. That was South Africa, is that right?
1: Yep, that was South Africa. Um, it was by Grahamstown, which is just a little north of Port Elizabeth on the coast.
0: Oh, cool. That had to be a dream come true trip for you to go over there and see all those animals. And you captured some just some real crystal clear on the clarity on the video. is great. Yeah, it was, it was a trip of a lifetime for sure. That's awesome. Um, I know you had a bang-up year last year uh, with mule deer. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you started in Mexico in January and then harvested two other bucks. Um, tell, me about, tell me about those bucks and give me a little breakdown on each one. Yeah, um, so
1: January 1st last year, um, I went down to Mexico. just actually just to film um, with Matt Woodward. Um, he had some clients out there. Um, so I went down there and um filmed some canoes hunts and um one of his clients ended up getting ammonia when we were out there and um Matt actually had to take him back to the States because he couldn't hunt no longer, um so we had some extra tags. Um so I was lucky enough to turn from the cameraman to the hunter on a mule deer and um Matt got me on a really nice um really nice mule deer and I was able to get a shot off at him and harvest him. Um, and then right after that hunt, I actually flew from Arizona to Colorado to go film, uh, a Buffalo hunt. Um, and after that Buffalo hunt got done, I was on my, I was driving home from the airport and stopped at Walmart and bought my, um, over the counter archery deer tag for Arizona and, uh, got home being unpack yet. Um, Grabbed my bow, grabbed some camo out of my um, suitcase, and went out in the desert. And a couple hours later, I was tagging my mule deer.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so it was it was pretty cool. I got two two nice desert mule deer and eight days apart from each other.
0: That's uh, pretty dang cool for sure. And so that just um has now created a monster. I'm sure you were out checking trail cameras today. I'm sure you're um are you hunt well i guess you can't let's see
1: yeah i'm I'm checked out you can't hunt till january yeah yeah Yeah. but i got i have some bucks located um around my house that um that'll be chasing january first so
0: Cool. Are you seeing uh, any running yet on your cameras, or can um, you tell if they're... a
1: little bit? Yeah, um, there's still a couple. of The younger bucks are still a little bit um, bachelored up with each other. Um, but some of the bigger bucks I do have on camera out in the desert, um, I can tell their necks are getting pretty swollen. And um, and when I was out there this morning, I saw some some decent sized bucks um, chasing some does around. So it looks like it's starting to pick up a little bit.
0: That's awesome. Now, um, is your full-time job uh, uh, videoing and editing and and what have filmmaking?
1: Um, It's about 75%, I would say. Um, When I'm not out hunting, um, videoing or editing, um, I do have a part-time job that I do um, graphic design for a company. So that keeps me busy when, you know, hunting season isn't in full effect.
0: That's awesome. Uh, again, I'm talking to Adam McLean of Bivy Productions, and uh, you guys owe it uh, to yourself to go on. It's B-I-V-V-Y, productions.com. Really cool website. I'm on it now. Um, there's some great videos um, from South Africa. Uh, there's some, a couple of elk videos on here that are really cool. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed the Mexico um, coos deer and... Uh, mule deer episode last year um, down there with uh, Matt Woodward and um, really cool. And then High Plains Adventure. Um, you've got uh, American Bison. Um, I've just been a fan of yours. Uh, you, di- you did an elk hunt uh, that I really liked, That Perfect Storm. That was a great video. Um, so, I mean, you're, you're just uh, gaining momentum uh, every day that goes by. Um, if, if people want you to, uh, do some, f- uh, films for them and edit and, uh, shoot some films, um, they can just contact you through your website.
1: Yeah, they can go to the website, um, have a contact form on there, um, and then you can, um, go to my Facebook page and message me on there, um, or send me an email, um, email email's adam at babyproductions.com,
0: um, so. you also have an Instagram page also have an
1: Instagram page it's uh, at adam McLean dot, or just at Adam McLean, and you uh, message me through there you can check out I'm always posting photos on Instagram daily too so
0: awesome um, what are some of the hurdles of filmmaking uh, maybe starting out and then if hurdles you face even now
1: um hurdles is always keeping up with the new technology you know there's always new cameras coming out new different types of equipment um so it's always staying you know on top of what's coming out and you know my biggest thing is how how can i improve my newest video from my latest video you know i try to make my videos a little bit different each time um you know if you create too many videos that are the same then it's pretty much watching the same video with a different animal in it every time. So I always try to keep them a little bit different. Um, my biggest thing too is when I'm filming for myself or Outfitters, and it's just going to be for YouTube video or just you know for social media. I try to keep my videos under ten minutes, um, and the reason before that. So I try to I try to keep my videos under ten minutes, um, and the reason why I try to keep them under ten minutes it's just it's easier for people to stay engaged with them. If um, you yes, videos that are longer than 10, 15 minutes, um, I've seen that people start to skip through them a little bit, or they don't watch the complete videos of them. Um, but it's hard to keep them under 10 minutes, um, just because I filmed so much. Like, when I was in South Africa, I came home and I had over 18 hours worth of video footage. And so I had made 8 films out of 18 hours that were all under 12 minutes long. Um, so that's a big hurdle to, to stay at. Yeah, I,
0: you know, I, I do, um, we film a lot of our hunts, nothing of, of the same production quality and such that you do, but um, we've always tried to film our hunts. And one thing I can totally agree with you is, you know, I even, honestly, I try and get our hunts down because we don't have a lot of the filler and the B-roll and some of the great shots that you do you know I'm trying to get our hunts down to basically about three minutes um, I, fi- I find you know I lose a lot of people I think after that three-minute mark um, obviously if I had you know I don't even know the first thing about putting music together and all of that but um, you know I I find that people's attention span is is fairly short um, but you know one thing I was watching your videos and they were just clicking right along you've got good music um, and so it's, it's, it's a much higher quality in production than anything I've even attempted to do. Um, and so what are some other hurdles, uh, as far as you, that you run into as a filmmaker?
1: Um, you know, just making sure that you have the shot right, that you're in focus, um, stuff isn't out of frame. Um, the hardest part about being a cameraman on, trips is, you know, you're the last person to go to bed at night and the first person to wake up in the morning. Um, so at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm dumping footage into the hard drives, you know, reviewing footage, making sure I got all the shots I need. Um, and then on am you know, getting up an hour or two before even the hunters do, um, just, uh, you know, get the, the footage of, you know, them waking up, you know, eating breakfast, getting their equipment together. Um, so sleep, sleep. you don't get to sleep a whole lot when you're the,
0: the main cameraman on trips. Utah Hydrographics is in the Water Transfer Printing Service, and they are open to whatever you can dream up. Choose from a wide range of camel patterns, designs, and colors, whether it's guns, bows, tools, rifle stocks, vehicles, steering wheels, fenders, dashboards, paint guns, fishing rods, cups, tripods, watches, knife grips, Helmets for a local sports team or for your motorcycle. Picture frames, mailbox, animal skulls, you name it, they can probably do it. Utah Hydrographics loves taking things that are general looking and turns them into something that looks fantastic and eye-popping. Give them a call and see what they can do for you and receive up to a 10% discount by using the J. Scott 16 promo code. Visit them at UtahHydrographics.com or on Instagram at Utah Hydrographics. Wilderness Athlete is committed to improving the health and quality of life for the outdoor athlete by providing field-tested, scientifically validated nutrition and sports performance products. Check them out at WildernessAthlete.com and use the J. Scott promo code to receive 10% off any order in February 2016. And, And, you know, to take that even a step further, a lot of times... Um you know, you don't have time to rest during the day. Uh, you know, the hunter may take a little nap or what have you, and like you said, you're charging batteries, you're you're dumping footage, you're, you know, reviewing shots, you're out getting B roll. Um, I spent uh a little bit of time around the Meat Eater crew and Giannis uh who used to guide with Darna, Giannis Patellas is the producer over at the Meat Eater TV show. And it's you know, it's just amazing how you know, those guys never rest. They're they're constantly capturing B-roll, uh, constantly trying to, to, to get the next shot, uh, set out the script, um, you know. And so uh, cameramen's uh, work is never done. Um, and for those people out there that think it's easy, man, I've got another thing coming uh, to them. It, it's, it's not easy, um, and especially at the level that you do it. Um, you, you know, you you, you shoot everything uh, yourself and you edit and then take it to the production floor. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that process.
1: Yeah, so um, I go on a lot of these trips. I'm pretty much the only cameraman there. Um, you know, I'll
0: shoot the footage,
1: um, take it back home. I'll edit it all up, um, you know, cut clips. Um, if it's for TV, then, you know, you have to send it back to the producers and make sure that, you know, it's everything they want in it and make sure that, you know, audio is good for when people are getting interviews. It, it's, it's a lot of work to go into it. Um, just to reference back from Africa, um, we we're there for, what was it? 10 or 12 days. Like I said, I got about 18 plus hours of footage and right when I got back home, I started editing that and I didn't finish that until about, end of October so it took a few months just to knock out that
0: you know how important is it you know I know other production companies they have cameramen then they have editors and then they have the production crew uh how important is it to you uh to be the editor and to shoot the shots and and you know tell me that the positives of that
1: yeah, there's huge positives of being able to, uh, you know, to film the hunt and then be able to come back home and edit it because you know how the hunt went. Um, it's a lot easier to put a hunt or a video together when you were there, you were filming it. You know the shots you want to do it, because I already have an idea in my head of how I want this video to go, and what shots I need, and where these shots need to be placed in the video. Um, so it makes it a whole lot easier when you're the cameraman and the editor. Um, I've edited footage of other people, and I had no idea of, like, when the shot's going to occur, you know, where should I put this B-roll that they filmed, um, how the storyline went. The biggest thing when you're editing videos is just making sure that you're capturing that storyline and putting it together correctly, or it can just get really messed up and ugly.
0: Yeah. Do you use um, a a DSLR uh, camera for for video mostly, or are you shooting with a traditional video camera?
1: Um, Both. So my main camera is actually a Sony AX100. Uh, It shoots in 4K. Um, it has a 18 optical zoom in it, so I can zoom in there pretty good. Um, and what I really like about that camera is it has a one-inch sensor. And um, what that is, it just allows a lot of light to come in. So in low-light conditions, I, I'm seeing a lot better through that camera than I would be with another camera that would have a small sensor on it. Um, I really like the Sony cameras just because a lot the higher end ones come with the Carl Zeiss ones on them, so your your shots are crystal clear. Um, but I do have a, a DSLR too, though. Um, I use that camera more for doing time Um I do I use that one a lot for interviews when I'm interviewing people, um, and that's the Canon 70D. And I have a few different lenses I use with that camera.
0: Gotcha. And do you do GoPro, too?
1: I do. I have a couple of GoPros. Uh, I really like using GoPros just, you know, for a lot of filler footage of, you know, mounting them to the trucks or mounting them to a boat. Um, or, like, when I was in Kansas a couple of years ago, I was turkey hunting, and I mounted one right behind um, my Dave Smith decoy. And the turkey walked in between the GoPro and the decoy, and I got some really cool footage of that.
0: You know, there's something about filming turkey hunts um, that's pretty cool. I, I obviously uh, love turkey hunting, and um, they're just a cool animal, aren't they?
1: Oh, yeah. It's like calling in a 20-pound elk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, who are some people out there that you um, admire and follow their work?
1: Um, you know, I really, really enjoy watching the Sika films, Um Mark Cicas, um produces those, and he does an awesome job um, doing those short films with Sitka. Um, and then Jim Shockey's son, um, Bramlin Shockey, he is just phenomenal behind the camera and just an awesome editor. Um, I take a lot of tips from him. Uh, and then some local guys in Arizona, Jay Park and Chase Christopher um, with 7K. Um, I really enjoy watching their videos and getting some ideas from them. I think they do an awesome job how they put their videos together.
0: Yeah, I, I like um, I like all those guys you mentioned, I've, especially like uh, Chase and Jay, and I think they do a fantastic job. It's, you know, um, I'm a fly fisherman, um, love to fly fish, and I used to love to snow ski, and, um, you know, Warren Miller obviously made and still makes, uh, unbelievable, uh, skiing films, and, you know, um, it seems like the fly fishing guys have, you know, they kind of caught on early making cool fly fishing films, much like the cool, uh, skiing films, and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, your stuff kind of reminds me of kind of more of that edgy, um, kind of that cool music, and that, you know, kind of, kind of, I don't know what the word is, but it's kind of got that, you know, hardcore kind of, uh, fly fishing. You know what I mean? It's no, kind of cool.
1: Yeah, exactly what you're talking about. And yeah, I totally agree with you. That's, that's the way I like to put my films together. And, um, you know, if people watch my films and I don't do a whole lot of talking or interviews in my personal films at all. I just try to capture the story the best I can and put it together with the right music and just have it all flow
0: together. Why do you think um, traditional media and TV shows, a lot of them have, uh, you know, they're starting to catch on, but it just seems like the traditional, you know, interview the hunter, it just seems like everybody followed the same norm for a long time. Do you think that's just human nature to just fall into a rut and and do the easy thing?
1: I think so. Um, With TV, um, I I see why they have to do it sometimes um, because they have to kind of tell the storyline, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of TV shows, they have their sponsors. So, you know, a lot of it's, um, you know, dealing with the sponsors too, of how the sponsors want things to go. Um, So they have to always, you know, give a shout out to their sponsors and um, you have to show the equipment they're using. And so a lot of TV shows are alike, um, but I think that's, I think that's starting to change a little bit. I've been seeing more and more that they've been starting to go a little different of a direction, um, especially with, um, you know, Jim Shockey's show, Uncharted. Um, I think that's probably one of the best TV shows out there for hunting right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's you know, you feel like you're there. It's real. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes the shot not, might, you know, be shaky. It might be, you, you know but you feel like you're right in the action and and i i think uh, people really can resonate with that mm-hmm. um i noticed you in a lot of photos you're you like kuyu gear like myself um mm-hmm. tell me about uh tell me about which kuyu gear you like and why you like it
1: uh, i think i like all kuyu gear <laughs>
0: There is
1: <not that laughs> out there i i have that's my go-to um, for gear-wise, is QU. Um, I do have some Sika, but the QU definitely outweighs the Sika gear.
0: Um, I, I, Which you I really like,
1: like... What's that?
0: Go ahead. I uh, interrupted you. I was going to say, for jackets, um, are you a super down guy or a eye guy?
1: Both. Um, I actually have both jackets. I like the keenine uh, just because it's that quiet material. It's not like the real scratchy stuff. Yeah. Um, but the other super down stuff I like a lot though too. It's because it's um, it's wind resistant, um, it's water repellent. Um,
0: it's so light. It's,
1: it's so light, yeah. when you when you shed layers and stuff in your backpack, it folds down to nothing. It does you know I always carry a lot of camera gear. I always have two tripods on me. You know my binoculars, everything. So that's what I really like about QD gears. It folds down to nothing. You put it in your backpack, and you have tons of room for your other equipment.
0: Yeah, you know, um, speaking about the super down, I always have that in my backpack, unless it's dead, dead middle of the summer in Arizona. Um, as soon as it starts to just smidge, you know, cool off at all, um, I've always got the super down in the bottom of my pack because, you know, I always feel like if I get stuck out or whatever, I can make it through pretty much any Arizona temperature uh, just with that super down jacket may not be comfortable in, you know, middle of December and it's, you know, 18 degrees out, but I can make it through. Um, speaking about the keen eye, one of the things about the keen eye is, um, you know, I like it also more on the move, like what you're saying. Um, it, because of the synthetic, it breathes a little bit better and, um, it's got pit zips and, uh, you know, I, I find to wear that more as an outer shell, even though it's an insulation piece. Um, and, and I wear the, the super down, you know, coos deer hunting on the outer shell all the time, hiking around and, you know, hanging it up in the brush and all of that. Um, and, you know, some of my super down jackets, I have a couple of them have, you know, duct tape on them and, and what have you. But I, I find that keen eye to be, like you said, a little bit quieter material. It's a smidge heavier um then the super down but um there's a lot of features that i like um i'm still partial to that super down though um i think if i had to choose i would probably lean towards taking the super down um but i like them both uh what other kuyu gear uh do you like
1: um i really for especially arizona um during the hotter months that we hunt, um, is their Tiberion pants. They're so lightweight and thin and breathable. Um, I I think that's probably my favorite piece actually. Um, so I do a lot of, you know, August and September hunts in Arizona and it's hot here (laughs) and you try to not wear as much as you can. So, um, that piece that you made is probably my favorite piece by far.
0: Yeah. You know that, um, I actually got the Kuyu Tiburon uh, shorts first mm-hmm. and um, wore them all summer. I actually had two pair of, of uh, I got, had a gray pair and, a, and an olive pair and um, wore those all summer long uh, fishing. It's pretty much what I wore out of the boat. Um, you know, I, I pretty much row all summer and, and my friends and wife and such, they fish and um it just I love those shorts I like them so much I got several pairs of the Tiburon um, uh pants and wore them uh, elk season and just love them I uh, you know the air just blows right through those pants it's definitely not a pant you want to wear uh, when the weather gets colder because literally like the quad rides and such um that air just blows right through that pant but Conversely, you know, in, in the warmer, you know, warm turkey hunts or, or elk hunts or those early archery uh, deer hunts, I mean, they're just money. I love those pants.
1: Yeah, they, they are. They're Like I said, they're my favorite piece that they make. Uh, I have probably five different pairs of them. And uh, like you, I have the shorts, too. And whenever I go fishing, that's what I'm always wearing, too, are those shorts as well.
0: That's awesome. Um, what... Uh, do you have a bunch of points for any species in Arizona, or do you have any hunts yourself personally that you're eyeballing coming up here in 2016?
1: Um, so point-wise, I, I have 14 for antelope. i um, been trying to draw a archery antelope tag um, for a few years now. Um, I did draw archery antelope um back a while ago with only three points and now it's taking me fourteen to reach all it again. So um for elk I have five. Um so I'm hoping for the units I put in for, for elk um, twenty sixteen I'll get drawn. Um but stuff coming up soon. This uh I'll do Archery yield Deer beginning of next month. Um I do I did buy a reservation turkey tag though for the saint Carlos. Um, and then I drew, uh,
0: have you done that before? I have
1: not done that before. I've always heard good things about it. Uh, and then I was just one day last year, I was just on their website and I saw that they had some hunts still available for the second hunt. Um, so me and a few buddies, um, called them up and purchased some, some tags. So I'm really excited to do that this year.
0: Yeah. You know, the San Carlos, I would say that I probably hunted it like 10 years in a row and um, me and my cousin and Dar and a couple of my buddies, we used to hunt it all the time and, and I've had some great fun uh, there, you know, had, you know, weird weather come in and, you know, had, you know, 18 inches of snow on the ground and the birds stayed in the tree till, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning before they even flew down. And I mean, I've seen it hot there. I've seen it cold there um, it's a neat place. Um, I've been fortunate to hunt elk there and, and, um, it's a neat place for Turkey. Uh, it's, it's a big, big country. And, um, you know, I think there's 200 tags on the first hunt and 200 on the second, yep. um, maybe off a little bit there, but, uh, you know, generally, you know, there's places that you can get away from people. Certainly there's places where you get, you know, a, a lot of people like to go, but, um, in my mind, it beats state land, um, a lot less pressure than state land. So that's cool. You've got the second hunt. Um, I usually notice that they gobble a little bit better on the second hunt. Um, one of the things I like about the second hunt typically is those gobblers are usually um, broke off and, you know, kind of really out looking for hens. And, and um, so I, I think you made a good choice there with the second hunt. The first hunt, a lot of times those those birds are still kind of winter flocked up and um uh it you know if you find the birds you can be in a pile of birds um but for just individual calling uh i like that second hunt better it's later it's just a better time i think
1: yeah i'm really excited about it. i've just heard nothing but good things about hunting in st carlos for turkeys um
0: so i'm pretty excited <laughs> Did you draw a Arizona state land turkey tag? I did. So then the weekend after that, I have my I drew
1: the second season for Arizona, um, which is a little tougher. Um, but it's in my favorite unit, unit 4A. Um, so I'll, I'll go up to 4A with my dad and um, we'll try to get them on the second hunt up there.
0: Have you guys heard about Phone Scope? Phonescope is a privately held company that makes custom-molded, precisely engineered smartphone digiscoping adapters. Photographing wildlife has never been easier. Take digiscoping photos and videos from your smartphone and share them with your friends. Phonescope stands behind their product with a 100% money-back guarantee. Phonescope is the future of digiscoping. Get yours now! Use the JSCOT16 promo code and receive 10% discount on all purchases. Check them out at PhoneScope. That's p h o n e s k o p e dot com or on Instagram at PhoneScope. Whether you are interested in elk, deer, antelope, bighorn sheep, or moose, Western Hunter and Elk Hunter magazines will bring the adventure to your mailbox. These publications feature articles on the finest hunting gear, tips and tactics from experienced hunters field judging trophies, glassing techniques, calling strategies, and much more. To become a more knowledgeable and skilled hunter, subscribe today. Go to westernhunter.net forward slash jscott and enter your email address for a chance to win a $1,500 credit towards any Swarovski product. Awesome. Um, And does your dad, uh, you, you said you grew up hunting with him when he was 10. Is he as avid a hunter as you are? Um, um,
1: I wouldn't say as avid as me, he, he likes the, his favorite things to hunt is, uh, you know, elk, bear, and turkey, um, all in Arizona. He doesn't do a whole lot out of state hunting, um, but he's, he's in the woods every September, every spring, you know, chasing elk, chasing turkeys around if he has a tag or not. So he makes time for it.
0: That's awesome. And, uh, Adam, you're based here out of, uh, Phoenix, Arizona metro area.
1: Yes, I am
0: just uh, right outside of uh, Scottsdale area. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, it's been awesome talking to you today uh, on the podcast, and um, look forward to seeing your work here uh, in the future. And I would encourage the listeners out there to go check uh, busy, B I V V Y Productions.com out and uh, check out uh, Adam McLean's. Uh, awesome videos, and, um, uh, I know they'll be happy when they go there and check them out because it's just everything's put together so cool. Um, you've got a great website here, and, um, uh, encourage you to go check out, uh, Adam's Facebook page and, and Instagram. Um, you got any parting thoughts?
1: Uh, no. If, uh, I would just say if you're ever interested in, you know, filming your haunts, you know, just just go buy a video camera. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. thing um, is just, you know, learning your camera and knowing where your record button, zoom buttons at, and, you know, just do it for more of the memories than anything. Cause then you can look back at it, you know, someday and just be like, yep, yeah, I did this. This was fun. And, you know, these are the memories I created.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, darn, I seem like we've been running a camera now for, I mean, a long time. I, I, I still have some of the old cameras and it's amazing to see how small they've gotten and how, how good, even as small as they are, you know, used to have to have a big giant camera to have some of the capability that the small ones do. Um, uh, I actually have a, uh, what is it? A a, a Canon G 10, um, just a little camera. And, um, you know, I've had it for three or four years now, maybe five years. Um, And it shoots good video for what we're doing and do a lot of digiscoping and and what have you. Um, So, well, Adam, thanks for being on the show and I appreciate your support, um, appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, God bless you and um, look forward to seeing what you kick out this year.
1: Awesome, Jay. Thanks for having me. I had a great time.
0: All right, buddy. Sounds good. Take care. You too. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode with Adam McLean as much as I did, and I encourage you to go check out his work. I also wanted to let you know a podcast listener, Darren Freestone, uh, has come up with a 2016 Coups Bucks of Arizona calendar, and he has sent me a calendar, and there's some awesome photos. Uh, each month, uh, the, the photo... Uh, of some great bucks. Um, I especially like, um, there's several bucks that I like. I like the April buck. Uh, He's kind of lip curling and the July buck. It's a really neat photo of of a coos buck with his eyes kind of squinted. Um, Just a really neat calendar. Uh, Darren uh, lives here in Arizona and he's been making these calendars for several years. Uh, If you're interested in checking out these calendars you can contact him at 602-920-4818.